Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic. I'm your host, Violet Rain. And my guest today is Hope Hughes, who is an intuitive who senses the world through energy and can literally see and sense energy in everything. She's a Reiki master, a crystal Reiki master practitioner, an intuitive reader, a certified holistic life coach, and a cacao practitioner. By combining her natural intuitive abilities, ancient energy healing modalities and cutting age transformational coaching she empowers her clients to discover their essence realign to their soul purpose and embrace their own intuitive abilities she hosts workshops leads cacao ceremonies and channeled meditations and sees clients in two studio locations she's been featured in voyage denver and rebel canvas magazines and is a contributing author to be radiant an anthology of inspiring stories by holistic coaches. She is a graduate of the acclaimed Radiant Coaches Academy and is a Karuna and Crystal Reiki master practitioner and instructor and a certified cacao practitioner. As a two-time cancer survivor, she supports the cancer community through her volunteer Reiki work with LifeSpark Cancer Resources. And I've gotten to run into her several times through Life Spark Cancer Resources, through Body, Mind, Spirit Expos. We've kind of connected several times. So I'm excited to have Hope on our show today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Violet. So excited to be here today. So many wonderful things here. And I also know she does lots of other things too. So it's it's hard to put it all in one paragraph, right? I do a lot of things. Yes. I follow my passions in all different directions. <laughs> and we love that. We love that. So what got you on this spiritual journey? Have you always been on this path or were you led or did you have this awakening? Share with us a little bit about how you got here. Yeah. So a little bit of all of the above. Um, I've always been interested in metaphysical topics and when I was younger, I would, you know, read my astrology every day. And um, I always knew there was more than, you know, say maybe what the mainstream was telling me, but I didn't really know what. And so I've always just had a really curious mind and wanted to like dig into everything I could find. And um, around uh, 2012 to 2015 ish, I started getting into, you know, that's when like the secret came out and some other movies, you know, along those lines. And I started studying quantum physics um, as a lay person, uh, theoretical physics. And I was so interested in how energy works and uh, quantum entanglement and the universe and just all these things kind of from a science perspective. Um, but in 2018, I was diagnosed with my second cancer diagnosis. I had survived uh, thyroid cancer previously. And then this time I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And 
as I went through my chemotherapy and, you know, my surgeries and all that, it really just gave me space to think about who I was and what I was doing. And if I wanted to continue down the same path. So I would say that was sort of my kickstart into spiritual awakening. I'd always been interested in it, but hadn't really pursued it. And at that time, I was like, I don't want to sell real estate anymore. Not that I didn't like it, but it just isn't, wasn't where I needed to be anymore. So um, so I enrolled in a holistic life coaching school um, in Tennessee. It was an intensive, like seven days, over, over 120 hours to get my certification. And that just opened up doors. When I said yes to that, literally spirit and the universe just started putting things in my path. I was a very reluctant Reiki student. It kept showing up in my world. People kept saying, you're a healer. And I kept saying, no, I don't think I am. I'm just a life coach. And people would say, oh, you're going to be doing this. And I said, no. And it it wasn't until um, I went to sell someone's, I went on an appointment to sell somebody's house because at this time I was still selling real estate. I hadn't transitioned completely. And long story short, it was an older couple. They called me back the next day and they said, we don't know what we were thinking. We don't really want to sell our house, but my wife's a Reiki practitioner and she gets on the phone. She says, Hope, my guides say I'm supposed to teach you Reiki. And I said, oh, what the heck? I had to throw in the towel and give it up to the universe and say, fine, I'll learn it. <laughs> and when I finally did, it was like coming home. It. I don't know why I was so reluctant. I just didn't think it was my thing. And as soon as I took my first attunement, my first class, I was like, wow, this puts a name to something I've already been doing with energy and didn't realize it. So it just opened up so many doors. And then from there, it just, you know, my intuitive gifts came in. Uh, the first time I ever experienced Reiki as a, as a, as a receiver was when I was uh, undergoing chemotherapy. And so it just really opened the door to that. And that, I think you mentioned that I do volunteer work with LifeSpark Cancer Resources and that's because, you know, I've been there. So now I do that volunteer work with them. But that was really the catalyst for my spiritual waking 2018, 2019. And since then, I've just said yes to things that show up in my path. And the magic has just been phenomenal. Well, it's funny because, you know, I too was kind of, I was more interested in the intuitive side. So I had worked with somebody that was very intuitive. For those that that know my story, I lost my parents at a very young age, my father at eight and my mother in my twenties. So being able to connect to them on the other side was huge for me. So finding somebody that was intuitive that could talk to them was, I was willing to throw money at anything to be able to have that connection. And at the time I could afford it. And, you know, the person that I was working with said, you should do Reiki. And I'm like, is Reiki. She goes, go buy it, you know, go to the library, check out some books, do some studying. And at the time I was an executive, I wasn't going to go to the library and check out books. I headed to Barnes and Noble and walked out with this huge stack of books and reading materials and all kinds of stuff to connect into. And a lot of people think Reiki is only for healers, but I think it's a doorway that you step into that opens you up to so much more because now you're understanding energy and your intuition comes in and you start healing yourself. And then you start understanding 
it's so much more than that. So, you know, people come in and they're like, oh, I'm not a healer. I'm not, you know, just like you, I'm like, you're being called to this, but I'll wait till you're ready to hear it because you're not ready. No, no, I'm not supposed to do that. Okay. All right. No problem. I'm not going to push. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. And then, you know, a few months later, they're like, okay, I think I'm supposed to take this. And I'm like, yeah, I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to show up. Right. Um, Reiki is so much more. And those that are listening, you may too be being told Reiki is a gift that you should look at. And you may too be saying, but I'm not a healer. It's so much more than that. It's, it's a spiritual mm -hmm. journey that takes you a lot deeper into who you are just mm -hmm. naturally. Right. And so much, for, yeah. for, for those listening, just so you know, there's over 70 different types of Reiki. There's Reiki in everything, right? So there's shamanic Reiki, there's Karuna Reiki, there's traditional Reiki, there's non-traditional Reiki, there's angelic Reiki, there's fairy Reiki, there's dragon Reiki. I mean, you can sit down and make Reiki. Mm -hmm. Reiki's in lots of things. So don't get hung up. Reiki. <laughs> crystal Reiki, all that. You can't get yeah. hung up on. It's just calling you to step in to who you are and to learn more about these things. And so I know hope plays with crystals just like I do. We both love our rocks, our beautiful um, rocks that teach us. So I know you also work with crystals a lot because I've seen you teaching classes mm -hmm. in different places in Denver. So what got you into crystals? Was it the Reiki class, the crystal Reiki class that opened that up? Or have you always been connected to crystals? So I began to work with crystals really because my children were dragging me to metaphysical stores. I have two daughters. And when they were like in middle school and high school, they would drag me to the metaphysical shops, the crystal shops. I would buy incense or I would buy some oracle cards or a pretty journal or something like that. But I was always drawn to the stones. I didn't really know why. I'd never read a book on them. I didn't have any, you know, uh, knowledge around them but I was just drawn to them like so many of us. And I began to choose crystals just sort of intuitively, I guess. I didn't know it at the time, but I would, you know, grab a crystal and think, oh, this is going to help my uh, anxiety or this will help me deal with this, you know, guy at work. I mean, this is years ago or, you know, whatever. And I began to notice that um, whatever I chose them for, you know, later, if I looked in a book, it would say that that they were good for that. And I thought, well, that's a weird coincidence. How does that work? And as I began to honor that and then purposely work with them, you know, later on, as I was uh, going through you know, like my life coaching and kind of around that time, 2018, 2019, I started to pull in the crystals. And as I sat with them, as I meditated with them or just asked them, how could they help me? I began to receive answers. One of my first um, recognizable gifts was claircognizance. And I think that's one of the hardest ones to differentiate. Now, claircognizance is just when information comes into your mind, it can be like a download or you just know something, right? And so I would just know things when I held crystals and I couldn't figure out how I knew these things, but I kept a little journal. I would write down, you know, what the crystal had told me or what I 
uh, saw when I held it or what I felt when I held it. So I started to have all these different modalities or gifts coming in. And as I began to work more and more with the crystals, um, I began to, to sense their energy in a, in a whole different way. Um, oftentimes their archetypal energy. And that's how I actually began reading with crystals. It started with me just having a little bag of maybe 10 or 20 stones and, you know, like an Oracle card, I would pull a stone and I would say, oh, tiger's eye. Oh, okay. Yeah. I should probably take action on that and, you know, put some energy and thought towards whatever. Or if I got, um, uh, you know, like a, like an amethyst, I would be like, oh yeah, maybe I should sit and meditate about that problem today. Or, you know, I would just allow them to guide me the same way you would an Oracle card or a tarot deck or something. And my friend would say, well, pull one for me. What does this, what does mine say? And I'd pull one and be like, oh, you, honey, you have still bite. You need to take time with that today. You need to slow down and heal. What's, what's going on in your world right now? And she'd be like, oh, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, I don't, but I, that's the crystal I pulled for you. And that's how I started doing readings with crystals. It was, it's just kind of fun. So now I work with them in healing. Uh, I partner with them. Um, every time I do a class I've got, or a, an event, I've got this beautiful Himalayan jade that I hang out with, um, you know, I'm wearing rose quartz. It's just, it's just part of who I am now. And I really know that they're here to, to partner with me um, through my awakening process, because, you know, there's never a point where you're like, I've arrived, I'm done. It's, you know, it's a continuing journey. And they come in to support my clients. And so I'm using a lot of crystals in the Reiki for uh, grounding, healing, uh, uh, balancing their energy, working with their chakras, whatever whatever they may need and whatever I'm told they need uh, through my guides or theirs. I love that. I love that. Because, you know, just like you coming into metaphysical stores, a lot of people start coming in because the crystals are pretty. They're pretty rocks. <laughs> I would really like a pretty rock, right? You're shiny. <laughs> shiny, something pretty. <laughs> and the kids are smart, right? So we have a step stool in our store that we go get when the small children come in so they can step up on the stool and look at all the crystals because mom or grandmother brings them in to pick rocks. They really want crystals. And, you know, it's not just one family. There are several families where these small children they understand that the rocks are more than just pretty. And if you listen to them, the kids will teach you stuff about the rocks, you know, so they're picking their rocks, they're coming in and doing the rocks. And that's a lot of times how the journey begins is, hey, I want to, these are pretty, I'm going to take this home and then what's going to happen? Or, you know, we'll have somebody come in for something else and I'll be like, you need this crystal. Well, what's that? It's just a rock. No, they're a lot more than just a rock. Um, they're calling you because they want to help you, right? They want to, they want to support us on our journey. Um, crystals are so beautiful and so powerful when you start to work with them. And it's not about memorizing what they're about or, you know, as Hope said, getting your book out. Sometimes it's just intuitively picking them, working with them. And then later on, you read about them. You're like, whoa, that's what I got from it. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. 
they're they're smart they pick you you don't pick them they find you when they when you need them i have crystals all over my house i even have crystals here like hope we have our favorites that we use for different things they're mm -hmm. everywhere in the house and they have real purpose they tell me where they want to be where they want to sit where they where they want to help me and so you know mm -hmm. my husband every time i go someplace and i bring back more crystals he's like how many of these do you need? Someday somebody's going to get a really cool collection of crystals because I have them everywhere, right? And how we use them. So um, I love that. And I love that you add them to your readings because when we were out at the last BMS, Body, Mind, Spirit, you had a table close to our booth and I saw you working with crystals in your readings. I'm like, huh? That's really cool. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love when people combine different things um, in their practices and their work, because I think that makes them really, really powerful. Um, yeah. So as a coach, because coach for a lot of people means lots of different things, right? Mm -hmm. um, so as a coach, what do you focus on with your clients? What what type, what is your client? Who are the people you like to work with and how do you help them? Okay, so I'm a holistic life coach. I find that the people that can benefit from my perspective, my experience or my skill set tend to find me. It's it's a little bit of a law of attraction like attracts like. And so the clients that find me, um, whether they're looking for support um, because they're going through something physical or whether they present with something emotional, um, psychological, those kinds of things. Um, I do find that they're all connected. So even when they present with something physical, we're looking a little bit deeper into that, as you know, to see what's what's going on. How are you feeling? So I'm the kind of coach that asks a lot of questions. I'm not the kind of coach that says, go do this, go do this and come back and check in with me in a week. And did you do these things? That's more like a fitness coach and a coach and a business coach, right? I'm the kind of coach that's going to ask questions and we're going to dig a little bit deeper. My guides are going to show me energetic patterns. And so I often will see uh, life path energy. I'll often see energy coming from early childhood, sometimes energy that they brought in from their parents or energy they brought in from, um, you know, uh, societal uh, norms and I'm supposed to's and, you know, he heavy fear and guilt and things like that affecting them today. Sometimes they don't even realize that their beliefs are coming from things that may not be their truth. Right. Mm -hmm. So I help them through, through questions, through exploration. And if we're doing a reading that I'm bringing in energy patterns that I'm seeing um, in their life and opportunities for them to work through or to understand, right? Because none of us need fixed, but awareness and understanding can help us assimilate and make our choices um, as we move forward with uh, who we are and, and why we're here. You know, these big, these big questions, who are we? Why, why are we here? What are we here to do? And I believe we all have talents. We all have passions and um, I really help people find their happiness or find their balance, uh, depending on where they are and, and where they'd like to like like to go. 
Well, I love that. Who are you? Because there's so many people and a large percentage that are not living authentically to who they are. They're living by what they've been told that they're supposed to be or who they're supposed to be or what their family thinks that they should be. And sometimes they don't even realize that this isn't who I am or what their spouse is expected, right? Or their partner, right? So all that plays. So it's almost like peeling back an onion. If we take all this away, who are you? Who are you really? right? Who, who are you? Because I think for many of us, for women, sometimes we're the mother, we take these labels, right? Mm -hmm. And they make us who we are. We're the mother, we're the boss, we're the, we're the caretaker, we're the, but that's not who you are. That's, that's a role you may play, but then you have to ask, and I love that you ask the questions, but who are you really past that label? We talked a lot about labels this weekend at our retreat, because I, I think it's important to look at labels because we want to label everything. We want to have a label for it. Do we really need a label? And what does the label really mean to us? Right? So finding who we are truly, who was that inner child within you before it was told what it was supposed to be? What were their dreams, their passions? What were they excited about? What did they want? What did they think about before somebody said, well, you can't do that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So many people just think that uh, they go through life uh, pleasing others. And so many in this community are highly intuitive Maybe they're empathic or highly sensitive and don't realize it. And I teach classes for highly sensitive people and empathic people. And uh, they tend to find me. A lot of people in this community or the healing community that are interested in their awakening process are realizing they're sensitive to things or they're feeling things. And that can be confusing because they're not sure what's my energy, what's someone else's energy. You know, I'm doing all these things to please all these people or Am I honoring myself? And so we, like you said, peel back the onion. Let's let's sort some of this out. How does this feel when you're in this role? Does that feel good to you? Is this enjoyable to you? Great. If it's not, let's let's dig in a little deeper. Let's look at that. Let's figure it out. Well, we had a gentleman yeah. come in our store the last couple of weeks and he's just opening his gifts, right? And mm-hmm. he's excited because things are showing up. And the first thing we talked to him about is protection. He goes, well, I don't want to be protected. And they said, here's, here's what you have to understand. When you start playing and getting really sensitive to these energies, because you want to open your gifts so you know what's going on, what you start doing is mixing everybody else's emotions and feelings in this because you've asked to open your gifts, which has made you sensitive, which means that you're going to pick up other people's stuff And as Hope's talking about, how do you sort that out? What is yours? What is theirs? What have I picked up from somebody else? What is mine? What, how does that feel? And I believe as you step on a spiritual path and you want to be intuitive and you want to know what's going on around you, it just makes you more sensitive to everything. So then you have to either have protection or really good awareness of this is my anger. 
or maybe this is Hope's anger, or maybe it's the neighbor's anger, or maybe it's the dog's anger that's in the backyard, right? You yeah. gotta be able to sort all that out and understand mm-hmm. as you so as you step in how you sort that so you don't feel overwhelmed because what happens is highly sensitive people very quickly get overwhelmed. And then what happens when they get overwhelmed, they shut down. Mm-hmm. They go into hiding because they it makes them feel anxious. They're not sure what's going on. And so it's about helping people have the right tools and understanding and awareness of this isn't mine. I don't have to hold it. It's somebody else's. So I love that. Um, as we're all here trying to help each other have the best life possible, because I personally believe that we came here to be joyful, happy, abundant, prosperous, all that is here for us. If we want to have it. Um, Absolutely. It takes a little bit of work though. You got to be committed and be willing to do the work to get there, but it, it is there for us to have. So I love that. I love that. So talk to us a little bit, Hope, on what you offer, what's out there. If people want to work one-on-one, we'll have your website throughout the video so that people can pick up. But what types of services do you offer? Where are you located? Do you do online? All those good, juicy information. Okay, so many questions. Okay. So yes, you'll have my website. It's just my name. So it's hopehughes.com and you can find everything there and you can connect with me on social media there. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, all the fun stuff, right? Um, right now I have a healing studio in Highlands Ranch, uh, sort of on the west side of Highlands Ranch. I have another healing studio and I'm there a couple days a week up around um, Denver, Englewood, Denver border, right around that area. And I do one-on-one appointments at both locations, both readings and Reiki and coaching. Uh, Most appointments I'm kind of combining. I really can't take off my coaching hat. So even when I'm in the Reiki space or the reading space, there's still, you know, there's still that exchange. So we're still, I'm asking questions and we're discovering and exploring and bringing awareness to everything. So that's a lot of what I offer. Um, Everything I do, I can do in person. Most of it's in person. But I can also do it online if someone is in a different area or just wants to connect that way. I can do phone. I can do um, video. Um, a lot of times when I'm doing my LifeSpark uh, volunteer work, uh, the, the Reiki volunteer work, um, I just had a, a lady that I was working with and she's in uh, South Carolina. And so that Reiki can be done at a distance, as many of you uh, might be aware. Um, so I'm offering that. I also do a lot of classes. We talked about, I do crystal classes, classes for empaths. Sometimes I'm teaching people just how to, how to separate out your intuition and what this means, right? Um, I do a lot of cacao ceremonies and we didn't really get too much into that, but maybe that's another video. Uh, but I do offer cacao ceremonies and I work with the sacred plant medicine um, in its purest form, uh, ceremonial grade. And uh, we do meditations. Um, in these meditations, I'm often channeling Uh, messages from the crystals, messages from the trees. So I work very closely with nature beings. And um, I think that about sums it up. I'm sure there's something else, but, you know, I do wear a lot of hats and I enjoy, like you said, I'm at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expos and, you know, and we always do those together. And I always see you guys there and I just love it to to be able to say hi and visit with your family too. 
Yeah. Yeah. And we love to see you too. We're going to, we're going to try to pull hope into doing some classes at DYSG mm-hmm. in the future. So as you're checking out this video, uh, continue to ask, cause I think we will do it another interview on cacao because she's talking about doing cacao ceremonies at the center. Um, intuitive type classes are always popular at the center. We don't have anybody offering those right now. So she can jump on that bandwagon pretty quick and and offer those types of classes. So in pass and people sensitive to energy, those are always um, popular because people are trying to figure out who they are and what's going on. So those are always good. So hopefully we'll get to pull Hope in to be one of our monthly teachers and have some events at the center, um, which would be really, really cool as well. Thank you, wow. Hope, for taking the time to chat with me today. Thank you for having me, Violet. I would really, um, I would love to be able to be in your space and uh, interact with your beautiful community. It's, yeah, uh, it, would be, it would be such think, an honor. I think it would be fun. I think you're a great fit for us. Those that are watching, thank you for watching. Check out our channels. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Spotify. We're on a lot of different channels on our podcast. Just like Hope, we have a YouTube channel, which has all of our podcasts in one area, plus meditations, plus classes and events and things that are happening. I think the YouTube channel has close to 600 videos now. So I've been working on it for years. It is packed full of free, amazing stuff for you to check out. Um, So thanks for watching. We hope to see you in person at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts if you're here locally. Um, I hope that you have a very magical day and that we see you very, very soon. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love the show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.